Welcome back to Triple M Podcast. I'm your host, Nurse Crystal. And I'm Felicia. Potato feet, Pot- formerly known as formally French fries. Know. Formally known. <laughs> like formally, like this is my formal name or formally like that was me in a past life. Um, Past life. Formerly known as an artist named Potato Feet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're just popping on to give you guys a little video to show our faces. Here we are. Hi. Hi. Nice this to is meet what you. we look like. <laughs> also, to let you know that we are starting a Patreon. Starting a Patreon. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, are you going to make us a song? Oh, no, no more songs. <laughs> If you like ducks, we hope you enjoyed that noise. If, if not, you, we apologize. We apologize for the minor ear, <laughs> like, contusions you're going to get. Also, Happy New Year's Eve, F2020. Am I right? F2020. Am I right? We're here for 2020 Remastered starting tomorrow. Yes, exactly. It's either going to get better or, like, significantly worse. It's, it's going to get better. I have faith. I, have, I faith. have equals amounts of faith and pessimism. <laughs> That's very much potato fee for you. (laughs) So anyway, a Patreon is basically a way that you can support our show if you like hearing our content and want us to be able to upgrade our equipment and give you better content if you want all access to our outtakes and some additional interviews we're going to be hosting, some VIP perks like Mm -hmm. free merch. Free merch. Then we would love for you to subscribe to be one of our Patreon members and support the show. If you want us to like keep making videos like this, I'm kind of feeling this. I'm kind of feeling it. Hey. (laughs) So we would love to chat with you guys. We're also going to do some personal Mm Q&As in there. So you can ask us all the dirty questions. A lot of things that we wouldn't usually do because we weren't motivated to. But if you're asking us to do it, we'll do it on Patreon. Except we're not going to send you bathwater. Well, I no, mean, we don't. Might, don't take that might. off the table. Don't take that off the table. If, I mean, if Belle Delphine did it, we can do we it. We can say right? if you want some bath water, some toenail clippings. Okay, that's a bit much. <laughs> We're not telling a mayhem fun. story right now. <laughs> all right, guys. So the lowest tier starts at $5. That gets you all access to our um, Facebook group where you can interact with other Triple Msters and... Um, get access to our special content. There's going to be discounts on merch, drawings for free merch, and it's going to be really great. So I'm so excited. Plus, Crystal's like really active on the social media. So if you are on the Facebook group, you will be hearing from her regularly. Regularly. I know, Sometimes, I know you like, miss you didn't me. even know. You're like, <laughs> oh, Crystal's up and away. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to miss me. You're going to miss me. Plus, I'm just really passionate about our mission here. Um, You know, our show is meant to be entertaining, um, but also informative to raise awareness about mental health and to destigmatize it. And so I really hope to be able to keep the show going. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is with support from our viewers like you. Yes, you. Yes, you and you 
And, and you. And you look great. You and all look handsome. great. You all are and beautiful. We We're so excited. Just to be glowing. Here. All right. So we'll be posting updates on our social. You can find us on Facebook at Mental Miss and Mysteries, on Instagram at Mental Mysteries, also on Twitter at Mental Miss and Mysteries. I don't know if there's any posts on that because my production manager fee runs that one. There's like three. Okay. Awesome. Don't at me. There's three. <laughs> You can also find our shows on YouTube at Mental Miss and Mysteries. Hopefully be following up soon with actual live videos and not just audio. You might get to see our faces regularly. Now you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> you can just listen. And you can find our show wherever podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Pandora. Stitcher, iHeart, Google Podcasts. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you guys are just as excited as we are. And you get on to becoming a triple imster on our Patreon page. So thank you so much for your support. We hope you have a wonderful New Year's. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. Bye, guys. Hi guys, welcome to our podcast, Mental Miss and Mysteries. It's alright, it's okay, but you should listen anyway. Hi guys. Happy New Year! Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed that little snippet from our first ever youtube video with our faces with our faces you get to see our lovely happy smiling faces why do you say it like that it doesn't sound convincing <laughs> y'all check out our faces it's amazing like we're, we're we have like a basic human features two eyes a nose a mouth you know it's pretty phenomenal riveting <laughs> <laughs> We are so excited. We launched our Patreon. Yay! And we are looking forward to having you guys get some access to exclusive content, to sending out some awesome merch, to sharing our funny outtakes with you. And I'm really looking forward to those Q&As. Oh, yeah. Are we going to do, like, live Q&As on the Patreon? Live Q&As on the Patreon, yes. That sounds amazing. It's going to be so dope. It's going to happen at the weirdest times. Yeah. And I'm such a retarded open book that I will answer all the questions. I will not. I figured that. <laughs> like, hey, Felicia, we got this question for you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hmm, what an interesting way to ask that question. <laughs> I played the fifth on grounds that it might incriminate me. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever. So we just sent uh, Fifi's sister back home to North Carolina. So she has a bit of a sad. I have a big sad. She has a big sad. Her sister's like her other half. Besties. Her name is Bianca. So we hope you have a wonderful flight, Bianca. And you get to listen to this episode when you get home. And we miss you and we can't wait for you to return. Come back. We're going to fly you back so soon because we have things we need built around here. And she's a master builder. So we're going to get them carpentry skills to use. If you need your house built in like five years, hit Go her up. Go find Bianca, yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So today I thought the best way to end um, 2020 would be to tell you the six top most famous Florida man stories of 2020. Oh, this is just from 2020 Florida man? Yes, this is just 2020 Florida man. Wow. 
These are from the NBCMiami.com website and were published on December 30th, 2020. All right. So here we go. January. So we're going to start in January. How, is this top 10 or top 12? Did you have one for I think month? it was the top six or something it listed. Uh, yeah. Okay. They probably could have did a top 12. They probably could have. Florida man, Florida woman throws bucket of feces on elderly landlord. What that's, you, why? that's the title. Why? <laughs> this was posted on January 7th of 2020 at 9.46 a.m. A woman was arrested this weekend after deputies say she threw a bucket of feces at her roommate outside her Central Florida apartment. NBC affiliate WESH-TV reports the incident took place Saturday in Volusia County when Joanne Merceder was charged with battery on an elderly person after the incident. <laughs> oh so God. was it, is it her roommate or her landlord? I don't it know. sounds like. <laughs> Maybe her roommate is her landlord. According to police, the female victim said she knocked on Mercator's door to do some repairs in the apartment, but got no answer. After opening the door, the victim said Mercator threw the bucket on her. Oh my God. Who keeps a bucket full of feces? She, she must be out of water. Mercator initially told deputies she was attacked, but later admitted to throwing the bucket on her and claimed she was going to throw a bucket of water, but got the two buckets mixed instead. She had water, so... <laughs> well, that's what I... Th Maybe she was, like, borrowing water from neighbors and was keeping, like, a bucket of water and a bucket of poop. And, like, you know, when people run out of water or they get their water shut off, I've heard of them, like... Pooping in a pooping bucket? Pooping in buckets before, so... And just keeping yeah. it in the house? I don't know. Throwing it outside? I don't really know. I mean, didn't you say someone in your family lived without water for years? Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't think they were, like, keeping poop in buckets. Where were they pooping? Like, at the local no, KFC? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. It was such a weird phenomenon. They didn't poop at all. They had, um, what's the word? Everybody held their shits in. <laughs> they held their shits in. <laughs> you just hold your so shit in. That's where being full of shit comes from. Just <laughs> fucking full of it. Fucking full of shit. <laughs> All right, February. Here we go. Maybe it is top 12. That would be dope. All right. This one is titled Packaged Labeled Bag Full of Drugs Leads to Florida Arrests. Not my bag full of drugs. <laughs> this was published on February 4th of 2020. Two men charged with drug trafficking could have done a better job hiding their wares than using a package labeled Bag Full of Drugs. Florida authorities said. Maybe they thought it was like ironic. Like who would put a, who would a bag full of drugs on like a literal bag full yeah. of drugs? If they were millennials, which they're both 34. So <laughs> <laughs> Ian Simmons and Joshua Reinhardt, both 34, were pulled over in Santa Rosa County on Saturday after a trooper clocked them going 95 miles per hour on Interstate 10 on the state's panhandle, according to a Florida Highway Patrol arrest report. The trooper determined that Reinhardt was the subject of an active felony warrant for violation of probation in Orange County. He requested backup. A Santa Rosa County Sheriff's deputy arrived to assist and a canine alerted to the presence of contraband in the vehicle. The arrest report said, Authorities found approximately 75 grams of methamphetamine. Oh, my God. It's always fucking meth. <laughs> 1.36 kilograms of the date rape drug GHB. What wow. is that? Um, I'll explain it to you later. One gram of cocaine. <laughs> I've never done GHB. I just know what it is. One gram of cocaine, 3.6 grams of fentanyl, 
15 MDMA tablets oh and God. drug paraphernalia. It was certainly a bag full of drugs. <laughs> like this, this is a mixed bag. <laughs> Both men were taken into custody and taken to jail. They are charged with trafficking in methamphetamine and GHB, three counts of possession of a controlled substance and possession of drug paraphernalia. I'm surprised they get charged individually for each drug. <laughs> I know. Note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in bag labeled bag full of drugs. Deputies wrote on Facebook. Our canines can read. <laughs> uh, our deputies can't, but our canines <laughs> can't. <laughs> so good all right march this one is titled alleged home burglar shot said he was being chased by dinosaurs not the dinosaur <laughs> uh published april 1st 2020 police say a florida woman was forced to shoot an alleged burglar who she said broke into her home while screaming about dinosaurs the incident took place Tuesday in Deltona, according to NBC affiliate WESH-TV. When the woman said she was home with several teenagers inside at the time and heard the sound of shattering glass, the homeowner shot the alleged burglar, identified as 32-year-old Joseph Roberts, in the arm after telling a 911 operator that she did not want to pull the trigger. Oh, poor woman. Roberts told officers he believed he was being chased by dinosaurs and may have ingested some bad drugs. Did he get it from the bag of drugs? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he was taken to an area hospital where he was expected to survive. Expected. Officials say Roberts may have broken into as many as four homes Tuesday morning. <laughs> he had to let everybody know about the fucking dinosaurs. I know. <laughs> you guys, there's dinosaurs there's out There's a T-Rex. He's got a big head and little, little arms. arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, April. Woman put porn-stuffed Easter eggs in mailboxes. Florida Sheriff. <laughs> Published April 9th, 2020. I remember this one. Do you? <laughs> yes. A woman is accused of putting plastic Easter eggs filled with pornographic and other images inside mailboxes of homes in North Florida, sheriff's officials said. Flagler County Sheriff's officials said they began getting calls about the eggs April 5th. On Wednesday evening, more calls came in, according to a post on the sheriff's office Facebook page. Investigators identified the suspect's vehicle and stopped the car Wednesday night, the report said. Deputies arrested April Sistoni, 42, who told them she was putting the eggs in the mailboxes to educate people. The report <laughs> said they found a bag full of pornographic materials inside the card. Sistoni was charged with 11 counts of distributing obscene material, driving with a suspended license, and for violating an executive order regarding essential travel during the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> the report said... I felt like it was essential. These people aren't getting their porn. She's having to distribute it in different ways. Oh it's seasonal. All right. Our team did a great job in tracking this deranged offender down and taking her into custody, Sheriff Rick Staley said. Thankfully, she did not appear to be sick with COVID-19 symptoms, but she certainly needs some help. Certainly. <laughs> She remained in jail Thursday on $7,000 bond. A lawyer for her wasn't listed on the jail records. I don't think that's the help she needs. Don't put the woman in jail. She was just distributing porn. <laughs> Clearly, there's an issue there. All right, May. Florida man fights yellow liquor store shopper who didn't say thank you. Yellow? 
That's what it says. Oh, fellow. Okay. Sorry. I was like, whoa. <laughs> a Florida man remains on the run after police say he fought with another man inside of a liquor store, allegedly because he didn't get a thank you for holding open the door. <laughs> you know what? That, I, that's reasonable. It is reasonable. Because here, people aren't friendly here where we're at. No. Mm-mm. And like, there's this, oh, have I, oh. Go ahead. Tell the story. There's a girl and she walks her dog every day. And if I'm outside, I wave at her and she sees me and we make eye contact and, and she, she keeps, keeps going. walking. Yeah. So it comes to a point where I'm like, hi, how are you? And she still just looks at me. And I swear, if I see her one more wow. time, I might jump her. NBC affiliate WFLA TV reports the incident took place Saturday afternoon at a Publix liquor store in Lakeland. Not Publix. Publix. When the suspect allegedly asked the victim, you don't say thank you to people who hold the door open for you. The victim said thank you, according to the Polk County Sheriff's Office. While the two men continued to exchange words while shopping, the suspect allegedly threatened the victim if he said another word, to which the victim said another word <laughs> okay yes. okay at some point you're like were you asking for the ass right. <laughs> that's what i would do though deputies say the man begged to fight in the store the men began to fight in the store before a third shopper was able to break them up they were both looking for a fight that <laughs> they day. were come on man what are you thinking polk county sheriff grady judd told the station were your three brain cells in overload why don't you just let it go, get you a bottle of liquor, go back to the house, have you a drink? But no, they had to have a kerfuffle right there in the middle of the store. They used kerfuffle. I love kerfuffle. <laughs> the suspect fled the store while no word was released on if the victim was injured. That was a great one. Okay, June. Let's see what June has in store for us. May was great. <laughs> May was great. This one's titled, Not Kidding Around, Woman Sues for Paternity Test on Goats. On goats? <laughs> this one was published June 24th, 2020. A Florida woman has filed a lawsuit seeking either a paternity test on her goats or a refund, and she's not kidding. Chris Hedstrom filed the suit against her neighbor, Heather Daner, last month seeking DNA for the goats she purchased. Hedstrom paid Daner $900 for five Nigerian dwarf goats in oh, December. They're Nigerian This sounds goats. like a reasonable story. Right. <clears throat> According to the lawsuit, Hedstrom believed the goats, Bella, Gigi, Rosi, Zelda, and Margot, could be registered with the American Dairy Goat Association, a group that records goat pedigrees. Registered goats have higher values than unregistered goats. We've learned so much. About goats. Daner, who has been selling goats at Baxter Lane Farm for about 10 years, typically provides information to her clients so they can register their animals themselves. She said the father goat was registered, but the Tampa Bay Times reports the American Dairy Goat Association rejected Hedstrom's application to register the babies because Dana is not an active member. Or Daner, excuse me. Providing paternity would require about 40 of the father goat's hair follicles for a DNA test, so Hedstrom wrote Dana a letter requesting the DNA in February. Dana offered to refund the money in exchange for the goats. She said Hedstrom called police on her for three months straight and has trespassed on her farm. Okay. That sounds a bit much. <laughs> for some goats. Yeah, because she offered you a refund. A Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputy visited the property at least three times in the spring. 
Dana said she didn't hear anything else from Hedstrom until the lawsuit was filed. Mm, I have some theories on this. All you had to do was give a clump of hair over. Why didn't you want to do that? Right. Because you've been lying. About and that means goats. like every goat you've ever sold for the last however long is it's unregisterable. Yeah. And that's why she doesn't want to give. She's like, oh, I'll just give you a refund. The lady's like, no, I want to prove that you are a thief and a liar. And so she became like obsessed about it and was harassing her. I totally get it. I hope she wins. Go goat, goat lady. lady. <laughs> we definitely should make some goat lady merch now. Goat lady. <laughs> Five Nigerian dwarf goats. <laughs> July. Florida woman broke into neighbor's pool multiple times for skinny dipping. I mean, I mean that's sounds like, reasonable. Yeah, sounds great. I mean, not naked, but like <laughs> yeah. other than that. This was published July 14th, 2020. A woman was arrested this weekend after police say she allegedly broke into her neighbor's southwest Florida pool several times this past weekend for a simple reason, to go skinny dipping. Charlotte County Sheriff's Office deputies were called to the Inglewood home starting Friday after the owner, David Wardell, said his pool cage had been cut open. Okay, see, that's the part. That's a bit much. According to NBC affiliate WBBH-TV. A report said deputies collected cigarettes, keys, and women's underwear, but no arrests were made. What? (laughs) Who used that much fucking evidence? The following day, Wardell said he saw 22-year-old Capri Weideman swimming in the pool naked from a security camera installed while he was in Canada. Oh, so he's gone often? That makes it even more like, oh, I'm just going to hop on over here. If she didn't deface the property, I don't think it would have been as big of an issue. But skinny dipping is so freeing. I love swimming naked. It's wonderful. I definitely don't want other people to see me doing it. I mean. But it's worth it. I mean. I mean. Don't destroy the man's property, though. Right. But I understand because in Florida, everybody's like pool is like behind. It's like basically an outdoor you know those things that you put around, like like a what is it a mosquito net basically yeah but the whole thing is like a sunroom yeah yeah so i get she had to break in but damn i know wardell told deputies that he sent letters to her previously asking Wideman to stay off his property bitch leave me alone right deputies found those letters in her home during a search as well as several knives matching ones left at the scene Weideman initially denied being at the scene, but her mother told deputies she does swim in the neighbor's pool often. How old is she? <laughs> She's 22. Uh, she was arrested and charged with trespassing and burglary before bonding out. She probably was doing it for the gram. Yep, she probably was. <laughs> or she has an OnlyFans that's pool-based. <laughs> she did it for the gram. What's with all the knives, though? That's what I want to know. You know, you didn't have, like, a knife collection at 22? I mean... Maybe. Think about it. Think about it. Think about you at 22. Yeah, okay. August. Talk about a joy ride. August Ooh. was a joy ride. Mm-hmm. Man takes nine-mile ride on hood of tractor. Trailer. Oh, tractor trailer on Florida's turnpike. Jesus. Did he make it? That sounds great. A man who jumped on the hood of a tractor trailer on the Florida's turnpike started bashing the truck's windshield Saturday afternoon. Okay, that's a bit different. The bizarre encounter captured on video that was shared on social media happened around 1 p.m. near Boynton Beach, Florida, Highway Patrol officials said. Officials said they received a call that the man was driving a Toyota SUV southbound on the turnpike with a passenger when the passenger said the man began acting strange and stopped the SUV on an exit ramp. 
The man got out of the car and started walking on the highway, eventually jumping over the concrete median onto the northbound side where he caused traffic to slow down. Oh, no, he sounds like he might have some mental issues. Yeah. When traffic slowed, the man jumped onto the hood of the tractor trailer and started hitting the windshield with his hands, officials said. Videos posted on social media showed the man on the hood of the tractor trailer as it drove on the highway, going from the 86-mile post to the 95-mile post. The incident remains under investigation. How much investigating does that need? <laughs> Whether he was like on drugs or something, I'm assuming. You don't tell him? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> September. Florida man may never learn that it's not a good idea to try to flee from authorities on a personal watercraft. Actually? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is in one of my favorite video games from teenage years. Man, but like, oh, sorry. I'm just saying, this that headline alone. Wouldn't watercraft be the perfect? The perfect way to flee? Yeah, right? you're in the swamp and you're just. Yeah. Man leads federal local authorities on jet ski chase in Miami. Oh, I jet wasn't ski. thinking that kind of watercraft. <laughs> Me either. A man who was wanted by U.S. Marshals is in custody after leading authorities on jet ski chase in Miami Monday evening. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said a man on a jet ski fled from authorities after being pulled over near the Hallover Sandbar at around 8 p.m. on Monday. Oh, also, this was published September 8th, 2020. They're pulling over jet skis? Yeah, apparently. FWC said they were working with Hollandale Beach Police and U.S. Marshal Service to capture the man at the time. The man is currently in custody, but authorities did not release any information on what charges he would be facing. Well, he was been looked after by U.S. Marshals, so it must have been something big. October, my birth month. Note to Florida man, stop testing the system. That's all Florida man does. (laughs) Right. Florida man who tried to get ballot for dead wife charged. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We know who he supports. We know who he supports. But they don't believe they don't want over here doing the thing. They want to blame everybody up. You know who you are. You know who you are. Florida authorities say they filed a voter fraud charge against a man who said he said he wanted to test the system when he tried to obtain a mail-in ballot for his deceased wife. That's what they all, you're like, I was just doing, was this, just to doing this to prove that they, <laughs> that they can do it. <laughs> Manatee County Supervisor of Elections Mike Bennett said he contacted the sheriff's office after a review of voter rolls showed that Larry Wiggins' wife had been dead for two years. Staffers determined that Wiggins forged his late wife's name on the ballot request, according to the Bradenton Herald. Wiggins, who was arrested last Thursday on a voter fraud charge, told deputies that he was testing the system to see if it worked. Bennett said such attempts are unusual in Manatee County. Researchers say that voter fraud in general is rare in the U.S. Our message is that the Manatee County Supervisor of Elections will prosecute any attempt at voter fraud. If you are caught, we are committed to prosecute. You done goofed. (laughs) There was no online docket for Wiggins on the Manatee County Clerk of Courts website Saturday, so it was unclear if Wiggins had an attorney. (laughs) All right, two more months. Year's almost over. Here we go. November. A Florida man was caught red-handed after troopers found him driving around with a large power pole strapped to the hood of his car. A what? (laughs) That 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 in my mind and that what? Oh, okay. (laughs) 
It's getting good. It's getting good. Florida man caught with stolen utility pole strapped to car. See, that's better. Because I, <laughs> I hear power pole. Like, what the yeah, fuck? now we know what it is. A Florida man was caught red-handed. It, yeah, it's not a Sabian. A Florida man was caught <laughs> red-handed after troopers found him driving around with a large power pole strapped to the hood of his car, officials said. Florida Highway Patrol officials said the investigation began when they received a report of a theft of a downed power pole by a motorist in a small sedan in Hillsborough County. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Officials said the motorist, later identified as 71-year-old Douglas Allen Hatley, loaded the pole onto the roof of his car and took it to a recycling facility where he was turned away for not having proper documentation. Sir, (laughs) do you have a license to be carrying that pole? (laughs) I do. Okay, carry on. Carry on, carry on. (laughs) Troopers were able to find Hatley, who was driving with the pole still on top of his car. No shit. Officials said Hatley was arrested and charged with grand theft before he was booked into jail. Was he grand theft of the pole or (laughs) grand theft auto? You know, um, you know, those guys do that. Those meth guys, man, they get out and they steal copper and poles and whatever else because they like know what the dump will take and they can get money from it. That is true. Copper, I understand. I didn't think utility pole was hot on the market, but it's good to know. All right, and now we have made it to December. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Florida man arrested after throwing golf clubs out of van on busy interstate. Published December 24th, 2020. Day before Christmas. A Florida man is behind bars after police say he was seen throwing golf clubs out of a van while driving along a busy interstate. NBC affiliate WFLA-TV reports the incident took place Wednesday afternoon in Hillsborough County. Ooh, Hillsborough County again. Mm-hmm. When Florida Highway Patrol troopers received calls of a man throwing the clubs out of a van along I-75. Troopers were able to spot the van later. Is this story boring you? <laughs> I just meant I woke up at like four this morning. <laughs> I know. Troopers were able to spot the van later outside Tampa and confronted the driver. Identified as 41-year-old Jonathan Day, troopers say Day confronted them with the clubs, but later complied and put them down. Day later grew agitated and hit a trooper with his fist before grabbing the trooper's uniform and radio, according to a report. Is Day white? I don't know. (laughs) Officials say the trooper was able to use a taser on Day and take him into custody. Because they didn't shoot him, and this is Florida. I'm (laughs) thinking Day He must have been white. And he was only 41. Mm. Day faces several charges, including battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting arrest with violence, as well as possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Oh, he was just stoned and decided to go throwing golf club <laughs> on the highway. <laughs> wow, Day. How Maybe they... he was mad at his mistress. Maybe it's not what he wanted for fucking Christmas, and that was like his <laughs> Christmas Eve present he opened. He's like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Well, we hope you guys enjoyed our Florida story countdown to the end of 2020. F2020. Woo! Still broke, still ain't got no money. All right, you don't have to rub it in our faces. But we about to have some money when you guys sign up for our Patreon. Yes, we yes. need to upload higher quality videos, higher quality, like, 
this shit that we do. I guess this is called a podcast, huh? It's called a podcast. <laughs> we would love that you guys would support our podcast and help us grow and continue to bring wonderful content to you. So if you're interested in signing up for our Patreon and getting access to exclusive content, free merch, Q&A, so you can ask us all the questions. And we promise to eventually get rid of the plane noises. Yeah, get a date with Fifi, whatever. Depends. Hit us up on our social media page on Facebook at Mental Miss and Mysteries and on Instagram at Mental Mysteries. And you can find the link there for our new YouTube video to see our faces if you have yet to do that and to sign up for our Patreon. We hope you guys have a wonderful new year and you don't do drugs so you don't end up on our show. show. Bye. Bye.